Thank you for listening to this talk produced by the Art Gallery of South Australia. Lovely to see you all on this, uh, the last Ramsey lunchtime talk for 2019, so it's a bit bittersweet. Uh, I'm Erin, I'm a project officer here and I look after the Ramsey Art Prize and the Adelaide Biennial. And first of all, I'd like to um, acknowledge and pay our respects to the many Aboriginal nations across this land, traditional custodians and elders past, present and emerging, and in particular the Ghana people whose land we meet on today. So today's a very exciting day. You've got three for one. It's, it's and youthful. It's going to be a youth focus. Given the Ramsey Art Prize, which is one of my uh, projects that I work on here and that I adore and love, um, I invited some of my younger friends along. So we've got uh, Bernadette Clavins, our team, team program officer uh, here at the gallery, and Asha Southcombe, who's our alumni from NEO, our NEO program here, uh, to talk about, particularly in these works, and how we, you know, the younger people of today are going to, you know, shape the art history that we are now creating for Australian contemporary art. Just to get a bit of a sense, do, who, hands up who knows what NEO is? Okay. NEO. 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 No? Oh, yeah? Good, good. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. So, how long's NEO been going for, BK? I think it's been three, three years Three now. years. Yep. Three years. So I just wanted to get a, an idea of uh, who knows what's, you know, these other programs, fabulous programs that we have here at the gallery. And I might hand over to Bernadette to talk a little bit more about NEO. But I just wanted to let you know, you know, we announced our um, People's Choice Award a couple of weeks ago. And Pierre Makuba back in Gallery 9 was the winner of that, a $15,000 cash prize from the Lippmann Caris, which is very exciting. And Pierre's a local South Australian artist. Um, and we've had to date, and don't quote me on the numbers, but we've had over 50,000 people through the doors just to see Ramsey Art Prize alone, which is really exciting for us in its second year. But I might hand over to Bernadette now just to talk a little bit about Neo and what she does here at the gallery. Hi everyone, my name is Bernadette Clavins and I'm the Teen Programs Officer here at AGSA. Um, so I look after the NEO program, which is um, a, our dedicated program for teenagers here at the gallery, and it runs every two months. So every eight weeks, we welcome up to 300 young people into the gallery, and they claim the space as their own. So we present um, a series of artist-led workshops, live music and performances, um, basically providing opportunities for, for young emerging artists to meet the young teenagers within our community. And basically it's a social event where they can um, carve out a space in the gallery for their own. Um, so in the lead up to presenting each of these events, um, I work alongside a brilliant group of young people called the Neo Ambassadors. Um, Asha is one of our ambassador alumni um, and they guide the presentation of each of these events and give me advice on what they want to see at these events and how they want to engage with the gallery. So it's a really exciting project that the gallery's been running for a few years now. Um, and through the opportunity um, of working as a teen ambassador, um, we see that some of these young people become volunteer teen guides, which is fantastic, and also um, run sketch tours. Asha runs sketch tours at Neo and Star events every month, um, which is amazing. And we're looking at introducing a new program called the Vanguards. So this is an opportunity for under 30s to um, become part of the gallery in a um, a guiding capacity and engaging our young audiences and basically providing opportunities to 
to make a space that's welcoming and accessible for our under 30 audiences. So we're really excited that this is a new opportunity. We've got more information on the website, so if you just search Vanguard and we'll be passing out a little bit of information so you can familiarise yourself with it. Um, but yeah, so people like Asha who've volunteered with the Teen Ambassadors Committee now have the opportunity to, to guide with the gallery um, and fit in amongst their busy lives of study and work and everything else they're managing at the moment. So we're really excited to introduce it. Um, so I think I'll pass back over to Erin and Asha now so they can get on with it and talk about some art. So <laughs> Thanks, Bernadette. Thank you. Asha, did you want to talk a little to your, your experiences, your studies, your life, your passions, all yeah, the good stuff? Sure. Yeah. So, um, as Bernadette said, I started as a member of the NEO committee, and that was at the beginning of 2018, when I had just come out of year 12 and just started studying a Bachelor of Contemporary Arts, which I'm now in my second year. And this um, work through the NEO committee is yeah, really involved with organising activities that would happen at the event, as well as helping with artist workshops. Also got the opportunity to run my own artist workshop on one of these nights, which was an incredible experience. It was so much fun. And um, as it was reaching the end of 2018, I knew that I was 18 now and I wouldn't be able to reapply onto the committee. So I wanted to continue my role through the gallery and I was offered the opportunity to give tours at NEO events and also start for kids 13 years and younger. And these tours, I've absolutely loved running. I didn't have any tour experience before this, so I really knew that I just wanted to go into it with a different perspective of less so talking about artworks where I'm just listing off information, but more about having a conversation about a piece and really inviting people to share their opinions on it. Perfect, yeah. And so we're thrilled, you know, that Ash is now a part of our, our team um, and hopefully we'll continue to, you know, pop up at Start and other NEO events and hopefully may even continue and, and join us as a guide in a capacity. Um, I'll never forget one of the first NEOs that I worked with. I think we had over a thousand teenagers. They took over the gallery. It was terrifying, but also amazing. And I love it and because they, everyone is so passionate. They're choosing to be there and they have a space where they can come and engage with art and each other. And it's a really special thing. And I, I, one of the first tours was Ash's tour. And she, you know, certainly I learned a few hot tips from her through Elder Wing. So it was, it was an awesome experience. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about these works here and your process of, you know, with study and thinking about tours and, and the people you engage with. And, but I'm really interested, because we've all got a story, some of them are cliched, but what was one of your... Do you remember when... What it was that got you into art or kicked that off for you? Yeah, so I have always had a general interest in art. My nana used to be a visual artist, and so I think she really first introduced it. But I didn't ever really consider it as a career until around year 10, when I came to the art gallery and I saw um, Robert Hannaford's exhibition, yep. which was incredible. Absolutely. It was really a turning point. I saw that and I knew I wanted to make art like that. Yep. That's beautiful. It, the power of an exhibition. It's, that's what we love to hear. 
So now looking at the Ramsey 2019, you've spent a bit of time in here, we all have. Um, what were some of your thoughts and feelings when you first saw Ramsey and the finalists announced either? Did you know some of them? Had you heard of the finalists? And then actually seeing the exhibition for the first time? Yeah, so a couple of the artists I had heard about um, through some smaller galleries and also a lot of the research I've done um, within my degree, which really came into it. I had seen, um, yeah, a couple of the pieces just only online and then seeing it here in the Ramsey Art Prize really gave it a whole different look and seeing it in person changes completely the... Yeah. Yeah, outlook that you can have on it. Absolutely true. Mm. And the winner, so Vincent's work, was yes. it, had you put money on that, on Vincent in particular, or <laughs> did you have some other favourites that you were, you know, gunning for? Um, I did really like the um, Tamara Smargills. Oh, oh yeah. Taryn Gills, yeah. yes. Gills. Taryn. Yes, yes. Yep. Yep. Her pieces, I saw them, um, The Guardians, which was the previous exhibition. Yep which I had also toured through, and that was oof, one of my favourites. But I think the winner of oh, his piece was incredible. And also, one of the things about um, a lot of these artworks I found is I f was more engaged with them after I'd done some research yeah. and found out the information behind them. Yep. And that's what really, yeah, captured me more yeah. towards them. And it's unpacking those ideas. Yeah. I think the thing with Ramsey, it's really interesting. You get an insight, you know the work as opposed to biennial where the artists are working on the works um, as we speak. Whereas Ramsey, we know the work that we'll be receiving, but it is so different when you see them from a, and we've been talking a lot about this with through social media and through online activity. You know, you get to know these works and see them even before seeing them sometimes, which is, you know, it, it works in different ways, positive and negative, we think. But maybe we'll look at these two. So Hayley Miller-Baker and Fung um, are the two works that we're going to focus on today. And I'm particularly interested, we've spent a bit of time looking at these works and how you um, came to look and what you got from Hayley's series here um, when you first encountered them. Yeah, so um, when I first saw these pieces, I initially straight away thought that they were just a series of photographs and then after looking at them more deeply I realised that they're actually layered um, photoshopped collages and once you have that in mind you can really look at them and see how some of the angles of say the water, for example, in this one, the perspective of it is slightly different between the landscape and the reflection. And there's a couple of other little small details like the flower, which you can really notice is photoshopped in there. Mm. But then there's other small aspects that look almost natural and you don't realize. Yeah, absolutely. And I agree with that. In particular, when I first saw these, I, you know, I knew Hayley had made these as digital collages and she mines them from her family's archive, her grandfather in particular. Um, she's a Gundamara woman and so that is the southwestern region of Victoria, down near Portland and um, that sort of area. And so she, you know, uses and draws on these storytelling to create um, these beautiful collages and it was the whale in particular and I looked at it and I just 
didn't really realise what was going on, but the whole series, so these were actually exhibited in the 2018 Primavera at the MCA in Sydney, which is the exhibition that looks at artists under 35. And um, she, Hayley, these are a series, they need to be seen together. So one thing we really worked closely with her was this line of view. She wanted them to be read as one. And like Asha was saying, you know, there's these details and it, it's the more time you spend with these works, the more that's revealed, which is absolutely beautiful. One thing that Haley really was adamant on um, was having these additional wall texts with extra, like the, actually unpacking the story. But what she wanted people to do is look at them in a hole and take them all in, um, read the stories and then look again. And I think revisiting them has been something that's really been special for us to be able to do and something that Haley does quite, quite well and, and it's um, quite unique that she um, can draw out these stories and share them with us but make us keep coming back and looking. And I'm interested with Asha, we've been talking about war labels and, and you know, how much do you give away, what do you do. These ones in particular are written by the artists, which is lovely. Sometimes they're written by curators or um, other people. Sometimes it includes poems like Julia Deville next door. But I'm interested in how you approached looking at these works as a whole and then the impact of the wall text and, and the other works within the Ramsey and their wall texts. Yeah, so um, similar to when I do take tours, how I usually approach a piece of artwork is I'll take it all in and kind of build my own perspective on it, which is something that um, when I'm taking tours of either the kids at Star or through Neo, I'll often ask them what they see in a piece and if they can reflect something in that piece with something in their own lives or put their own perspective on it. And then from that, we'll go back and, yeah, reference either the wall text or information that the artist might have left about it and see if that perspective is the same or if it's shifted now because of new information that we've gathered. Mm. And I think, yeah, with these pieces in particular, when I first saw them, I had a completely different view. I didn't really yeah, know the stories behind them. I was just taking it in as a whole and it really can connect you more with a piece of artwork by learning the information and especially when it is written by the artist because it shows their true intent and what it was really, yeah, they were trying to display in these pieces. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And thinking about what we've been walking around and looking at this install and given that Hayley wanted them all readable in one line, one of the things that Ashley will get you to chat to is the, the lighting in these particular works and what, um, how, how that impacts the work as well. Yeah, so these pieces, um, when I initially saw them, I also did think that they were light boxes. I think they really have that appearance of being... Um, illuminated from behind and it really draws you into the artworks but I was surprised to find that they're not light boxes at all um, they've just been lit from a certain angle to have that appearance and it really yeah draws you into the images and makes them well has a spotlight on them really mm. yeah 
And photography is a particularly hard one to light, but Hayley was very adamant on how she wanted them to look. And that's the beauty of the Ramsey is that although it's still a prize, we work very closely with the artists on how best to represent their work, um, which is a little bit different to some of the other prizes. And it's a very special thing that we're being, you know, we're able to do and, and have these uh, long consultations with them to make sure that the works are doing their best. Um, Bernadette, do you mind handing out those wall texts? We've got them printed. Oh, they're already out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we'll get out of the way soon. But thinking now about the two works together, so um, I had the keys to the castle while installing Ramsey because Rana, Lisa and Lee Rob were all away in Venice having a fabulous time. So I got to go a bit nuts. And we'd, we'd planned it. I didn't go rogue or anything, but... Um, these, work, these three works, so Nathan Hawkes, Fung and Hayley Miller-Baker just kept speaking to me for some, some reason, but until you get the works here, um, you never know if they're going to all go together. But what has been really beautiful, and we didn't know until Hayley and Fung turned up, and Nathan as well, but these two artists actually live literally down the road from one another, which I never knew. And also we're both in the 2018 Primavera, which I mentioned before. Um, so that's well worth a look just to see those artists and the trajectory that then they continue on, you know, exhibiting again. And they also, different show, separate solo shows, but have also previously exhibited in uh, South Australia, in Adelaide, at Felt Space down um, off Guja Street. Yeah. Um, so there's been these lovely, you know, um, connections between them personally, also professionally, which I think is really important and it's so nice to be able to share because you've, you've got young people like Asha that are in this community and meeting these artists um, and myself, even though I'm pushing 40, like still young. But, you know, this is what the Ramsey does and, and, and studies and having young people come in and give tours. It's, it's an exciting time to be able to branch out pull people in and then, you know, see where they go next from there. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think it is really inspiring, especially this Ramsey Art Prize, having these artists who are so young and as someone who is pursuing a visual arts career, to see that success and the pathway that you can go down is, yeah, really inspiring. Yeah, absolutely. No, and we agree, and we want to be a part of it every step. Um, thinking about Fung's work, so it's, you know, it's the big one in the room. Uh, he was actually born in Adelaide, Vietnamese family and descent, um, but he was born in Adelaide and he would wag Adelaide High School and come to the gallery and hang out, which I think is a lovely story. And he was stoked. He, was, he hasn't shown in a, a state gallery like this, and was absolutely thrilled to have his work shown here. What was a little different, so this work was actually commissioned by the Bendigo Art Gallery in their colonial wing, um, so it looked quite different. So having it in this white cube was quite um, tricky for him at first once he arrived to have a look at and really spent a lot of time working in the space. And I'm, I mean, we haven't spoken a lot about it, but just the different, um, you know, you two are elder wing yeah. and just maybe how you approach, I mean, it's contemporary art and, and more, you know, um, other the pieces in the, the collection. Mm -hmm. How do you approach um, touring those different, um, but making those connections as well? 
Yeah, so a lot of the time, um, if I was, say, to plan a tour, either through Elder Wing or through this Ramsey Art Prize, I'll walk through and um, usually we'll have a theme of, say, Star or Neo, and we'll have a look at that and then pick out the pieces that either me or also I've had a couple other people do tours who I've helped um, that they're really drawn to. And so if we pick a particular piece like this one, then it's interesting to um, look at the other pieces around it and see if there are either obvious connections that are immediate or once you've done some research, if there are those connections like how they live just down the road. So even, yeah, if it, there isn't necessarily something in the artworks that connects them, there's that background connection. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I think what is interesting, we have chatted about this, is there are connections, you know, both using photography, both using online imagery. Did you want to speak any more to yeah. that, and particularly um, with Fung's work? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, using found image and photography, we had a bit of a talk about um, the ideas of social media and photography within gallery spaces now. And on the back of these um, panels here, you can see the reflective red material, which a lot of people on Instagram now have been posting selfies of within the piece and really um, talking about how social media has changed the whole outlook of artworks within a space and the gallery setting and seeing, say, artworks before you have actually been into the gallery and experienced it yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting, so, you know, there's hashtags of Ramsey Art Prize and all these sorts of things where you can access imagery online. And Fung actually had seen these numbers of pictures of people taking their own image and, and posting it on across social media with his work. And he said he actually loves it. He thinks it's great. It's another way of them engaging. And, you know, this work is about loss. Um, it's called Loss in the Aftermath. And it's about um, his personal history and collective histories. And, he, you know, he's with the, the hammocks, a particularly Vietnamese object, as he, as he describes them, but this um, absence, but then with us as this presence as well, and bringing that social media element into it kind of shifts, and um, we talked about it being a, a memorial, but, um, and then how social media kind of works with that to, to capture it and share, and how we kind of feel about that too. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it goes both ways. Mm. Um, maybe we can talk a little bit about scale as well of works and you know we've got quite a big piece in the middle and then quite a smaller more intimate works and just talk about those aspects yeah so i think as soon as you walk into this space this is the piece that really like you see you're engulfed by first of all because it is so large and having the um portraits so into intensely um, close up, it really draws focus to the emotion that they hold on their faces and can create quite a intense feeling. Yeah. And really, yeah, I think it draws out emotions. And having the sound as well of the hammocks yeah. 
which even before you walk into this space, you can hear it and you don't know what it is that's making those sounds. And then seeing it, it's quite an eerie feeling that it has. And then I think from this artwork, yeah, you are drawn to these ones through the lighting and that light box appearance. It really sucks you into the artworks. Yeah. And makes you look at it further in depth. Yeah, beautiful. Well, we're getting close towards the end and we want to throw out to any questions that you might have um, to either of us and uh, comments, anything at all. If you'd like to sign up a under 30 person to the vanguard, anything will take, will take anything. Does anyone have any questions? Yeah. Yeah, that's very interesting. Um, I've tapped on this tour through the Ramsey and I did focus on the um, Albert Namatura's piece, which was quite a difficult subject to walk around because there is a lot of, I guess, uh, history and Sometimes parents might not necessarily want you to, you know, put your opinion behind an artwork. And I think you can definitely explain a piece in a way of introducing those subjects that maybe a kid could then go to their parents and ask them about it more if they want to. And yeah, looking at a piece in more of a visual way, because I think it's definitely important to touch on subjects that are that difficult are to yeah. really, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And I think what Ash has been great and even kind of took me back once we've been walking through things is going back to that visual analysis and, and, and looking for key things in works and letting them dictate the, the tour in a way as well, like you're quite yeah. good at that. I've been on a few tours where you invite them to, to comment and see what they're getting from it as well. Mm, I definitely, yeah, find that asking more questions to my audience and then going based off that because sometimes I might have, say, a five-year-old on my tour who will really have a very short attention span and just wants to, you know, say, oh, this is shiny, I like that piece, or something like that. And then I'll have, say, a 12-year-old who really wants to know more information about the piece. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Great question. Mm. Anybody else? Yeah. Yep, yeah, very much so in this space. So the original um, installation of this actually had nine hammocks was never going to fit. Um, so we worked really closely with the artists and what's really important, although it's a prize and you know you've seen prizes where things can be quite tightly hung, we still like that space. And so this essentially, how we kind of work it is they, they get an area for their work and this was made for, for Fung, yeah, yeah. Bendigo, yeah, in the colonial wing. I haven't got pickies of it, but if you Google loss in the aftermath, yeah, so it was like navy blue, you know, all gilded gold frame works, and it was right in the middle. It was on a wooden floor, 
right down the middle um, with the, the hammocks then sort of strewn across the gallery space. Yeah, yeah. Anybody else? No? All right, we might leave it there. We're happy to hang around if you have any questions about any other artworks or you want to come talk one-on-one. -on -one. I'd love you to join me in thanking Bernadette and, and particularly Ash today. Thank you. Thank you. You're amazing. <laughs>